This is a government-mandated podcast. Um, Uncle Biden just took a liking to me. He said, hey, we'll subsidize, you know, small business owners like you. And I'm like, I don't make any money doing this at all. How'd you even find out about this? He says he found a... He found that his dog listening to it, that evil dog that attacks every single human being all the time. So some people are saying that there's a connection there, like, I'm making the dog bite secret service officers, you know. Um, there's some kind of subliminal message I'm sending sending to that particular dog. That's the whole reason I'm doing this podcast? That would be insane. That would be so ridiculous. Like, why would I put in all that work? just to drive one dog crazy he's the the dog has free will it's listening to the podcast of its own volition so anyway that's how biden found out about it and um and i said i don't really need money like maybe why don't you use that money to pay for like health care and then he said to me he looked me right in the eye he said look derek my name's not derek this one's on uncle sam okay and i said why don't you like pay my student loan or something he said the connection was getting bad so he had to hang up so it was on zoom i just realized i'm sitting in the wrong chair i i I usually have the rolly chair but i'm sitting on the bench okay now that completely invalidates everything i said because i wasn't sitting in the right seat i didn't perform the rights properly hold on Hold on, Goldie Hawn. It's a stupid thought I just had while I was getting the chair. It's okay, you know, not every thought can be, like, a a winner. This is real life. It's raw, it's nasty, it's stinky, it smells like a trash can. But it's what you like. Gonna go jump in the trash can that I live in? That would explain the trash smell. I think I came across Oscarism, uh... A few years back, it's it's really, uh, it's been a life-changing philosophy for me. I'm fully committed to living the lifestyle of uh, Oscar the Grouch. Oscar the Grouch's existence is really quite a valuable lesson. Because it really tells you that, like, your outlook and your attitude in life is very much or just a product of the choices you're making. For instance, choosing to live in a trash can. And being like so oblivious to it, being like, I'm doing everything right. I, you know, I started out, I wasn't always called Oscar the Grouch. You know, I used to be just a, a bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, little green, fuzzy, whatever the fuck I am. Completely oblivious to a total blind spot to the predicament he's put himself in. But he can't see it. Everybody else can see it. So yeah, that's it, and uh, if you like the video, go ahead and uh, just wherever you are, just like do a thumbs up, like with your real physical thumb, go ahead and do that. Don't click the thumbs up on the symbol on the computer, I have no idea what that does. I have no idea what that is. If you like this, great, but um, sorry, you're going to have to tell it to... Tell it to the frogs, as they say. I think they say that. They really should start saying it now. Why don't you go tell it to the frogs, dickhead? Insinuating, why don't you leave? Stand outside by the goddamn swamp all night. Talk your shit to them. I don't think I made it funnier by explaining it, so I'm going to just pretend I didn't do that.
But you know what? Really, all of this, all of this, I should honestly be telling it to the frogs. Man, I really don't know what I'm, what, what's, what has become of this? Why am I doing these? Why am I doing this? I'd rather talk about something normal, like, um, guys had bread lately? Yeah, you had hot bread? You got a problem? Just consume hot bread, hot bread in any form, toast, a bagel. A hot, toasty bagel. You know what's really good, actually? Focaccio is just like some like olive oil, some like tomatoes and other things. Fucking that'll make your day. That'll make your life. You don't need anything else. You had the focaccia. It's over. It's not gonna get any better than that. And honestly, bagel? One of my all-time favorites is the bagel. Can't beat it. Why would you, why would you try to beat a bagel? A bagel doesn't pose any threat to you. You don't have to best it. You don't have to compare it to other breads. It stands alone, as do all the breads. All of these breads contribute something to the, the tapestry of human life. Breads elevate us. Just as they rise in the oven, and just as Jesus rose from the dead. Amen. Thank you. Alright, it's me, Slurp Long Lipstick. That's why I slipped in when I had an opportunity. Story. Story of my entire life. Story of my career. Story of what's happening right now. So, yeah, it's a premature uh, time check. And, uh, you know, I've thought about this. I've really, you know, I, I've, I read your comments. I read people saying, you know, how is he just a guy who reads the time off of a clock and that's his whole thing? How is that his whole thing? And I see this comment hundreds of times per day. And I just want to address that. I want to say, you know, basically, okay, so let me start with time. So times, so the, the Big Bang, there wasn't any time. And then there, and then, let me... I'll guess I'll be more contemporary in, in my frame of reference. Time is um, how you know what time it is. Time's important. Now, it is, of course, you know, I'll acknowledge the reality of the situation, which is that, you know, this will be uh, listened to at a later date, and therefore it's completely useless. It makes no sense at all. And I hear your criticism and, like, I just want you to know that, like, it hurts me. Time is where it is, because within time lies all possibilities. And so time, the very concept, represents hope. It represents the triumph of the human spirit. And if you don't get, if you don't understand that, well then, buy a fucking iWatch. Because I'm here to elevate, I'm here to elevate time check to an art form. <clears throat> okay, so it's 10.25, it's 10.25 p.m. So yeah, um, so yeah, to this week in time news, um, yeah, so I don't have anything in time news, but I did have a time nightmare, um, if anybody's interested. Yeah, so this is just one of my nightmares that I have every single night of my goddamn life. Uh, it's where an old man is standing in the middle of a desert and he's holding a stopwatch and he drops the watch and it breaks. 
and then time ceases to pass and we become frozen for an eternity. So what do you think that means? It's too hard to make it seem like I'm interesting. It's taking too much effort and I'm tired of doing it. I'd rather be a, an image of myself frozen in time for eternity. But then I wouldn't be able to do time check. I also wouldn't be able to breathe, eat, or piss. So I wouldn't be able to do any of my favorite things. So what would be the point? Interestingly, reality doesn't work that way. Even if you thought you were purely a physical thing, you also you have to acknowledge that there is uh, an interior dimension namely your subjective experience that exists and it's continuous despite the fact that all of the cells in your body are you know changing and over time you're you have a different body and a different brain physically and so it seems as if your body is in time but your conscious self is not because it doesn't seem your conscious self doesn't you can't identify if it's getting older you can't identify if it's changing at all. The contents of your experience change, and even the way you perceive them, but the awareness itself, it's unchanging. It just remains continuous, which suggests that it somehow transcends time, because if you look at the world around you, it's kind of, it's a flip book, essentially time appears to pass because things that are material are changing. But what's interesting is that if you were just a character in the flipbook, you wouldn't see the flipbook moving. You would just be, there would be just hundreds of copies of you, little slices of you frozen in each instant of time that exist eternally. But that's not reality. Somehow there's a continuous element that's introduced into it. So that's interesting. I'm just saying you should think about it. And everybody should think about it. Why wouldn't you think? Why wouldn't you want to know what kind of, Why would you not want to know what consciousness is? Because once you kind of ask yourself the question, you're like, yeah, wait, what the f... What is it, actually? And then the more you know about the field and the study of it, the less clear the answer seems to be. That one's probably going to remain unresolved. Maybe not. So you have to be okay with not knowing, you know? You have to keep at the forefront of your mind that the biggest, the most important question, which is basically, uh, why is there something rather than nothing? Why do I exist? is basically empirically un unanswerable. Not in an attempt to answer it th through any particular discipline, but for the opposite reason, because you can't answer it, and that fact in itself is extremely important. Every conclusion should end with, oh yeah, by the way, we have no idea why anything fucking exists. There's no reason that it should exist. It de definitely does. Just keep that in mind. <laughs> or don't, I mean... I don't know, it just seems like an important question. Well, anyway, that was uh, me slurp. Those were my own opinions as Slurp Von Lipstick. I don't, uh, I completely endorse them, and uh, everyone I associate myself with, and every 
past employer, current employer, and future employer also condones and agrees with everything I've said because I know that I'm fundamentally correct. The, re the proof of that is the fact that I'm me. I know how to inhabit my world better than anyone else. Nobody else could live the life of Slurp Von Lipstick. Nobody else could deal with all of the court cases. No one else could deal with all the speedboat chases with drug agents. Nobody else could deal with all the shootouts and Miami strip clubs. I think I'm thinking of a movie. Yeah, that's not my life at all. Yeah, I just sit there, I just watch Love Island all day. I got confused. All right, well, hey, thanks for tuning in. Subscribe to my page on uh, MySpace. Yeah, they got rid of all the MySpaces except mine. So if you go to MySpace.com, it's just my MySpace. Basically, it's like relativity, like you're the center of the universe. It's MySpace relativity. So if you're on MySpace, it's your space. Is that funny? I don't know. Bye. Holy shit, that's the worst one he's ever done. That is by far, that is in the bottom five. That's worse than the one he did remote from Chernobyl. Nobody asked him to do that. He has a conspiracy theory where he thinks uranium's not actually bad for you, and he thinks that people are all worried about nuclear war for no reason. And I said, so are you denying Hiroshima? And he said, no, I'm not denying that. And then he said, let me explain. And then his connection, he said his connection was getting bad. I'm like, it's completely fine. I don't know why this keeps happening to me. Coming up next, we got a dog is going to rip my fucking face right off my head. But first, gum. Have you had gum? Eat gum. Well, don't eat it. Just chew it. Oh, fuck. Gum. Check it out. I have no idea how this copy is getting through. Like, how, how are people right? What is going on in advertising these days? They should get me in there. I'll go in there. I'll say gum. Gum is sexy and gum is hot. Everybody likes things that are sexy and they're hot. There should be like a gum mascot who's like really fucking hot. But there can't be two gum mascots, so it would have to be sort of a, a hermaphroditic kind of blend. I'm not saying it would be like nude, but unless you want it to be. I think we'll make nude gum. It's 2023. Fuck it. Gum is going full nude. Finally. Gum bears all. More on that at 11, but first, a commercial for drugs. Drugs. If you want to do them, it's okay. Just don't do them a lot. Drugs. Brought to you by the National Drug Council. I fucking doubt they wrote that. That seems, that seems dubious. I should really start vetting these also. I guess it's my fault that they're all fucked up. Who's, we're, I mean... I'm not even making any money off of these. Well, anyway, so I gotta, um, see, I gotta get a haircut because my hair is too long. It's fun to just look like a little feral, just a little, just a little forest man, just a little, just a little fucking thing, you know? I got a haircut, I got it pro, a pro haircut after doing it myself for an amount of time that was ill-advised. I realize that now. I realize the error of my ways. But I don't want to go to the same one. There's something like... 
There's something that's just like makes me feel uneasy about like having the same lady do my hair again. I have no, I, I can't logically explain it. But I feel like she'd be like, oh, you're here for another haircut, huh? Like I fucked up or something. Like, I'm sorry, I just, I can't help it. I wish I could stop it. I wish I could like get more money's worth out of the haircut, you know? But it's just diet and nutrition and all that, you know? Sorry. I'll pay you. Water break. Time for water. I'm reaching now. If you're, uh, if you need me to narrate, I'm reaching now for my glass of water and I'm now going to have a sip. So I was thinking while I was taking a sip of water just then that, um, uh, I guess I was just wondering, you know, like what everybody's planning on dressing up, <laughs> dressing up as on, on Christmas. I always go as a big present. And I, and, I, and I show up on Christmas morning and I say, there's no time like the present. And uh, I usually get the same comment. I usually get something like, why are you dressed up on Christmas? And I said, because it's a costume holiday. And so people argue with me, no, it's not. You're thinking of Halloween. And I said, both are, both are absolutely costume holidays. How do you explain Santa? You think Santa's always dressed like that? Dumbass. Take a seat. And I can usually stand up in my big box and, like, kind of intimidate them, and... I love Christmas so much. Yeah, I guess I still kind of get excited about holidays, not um, as much as I used to. Because that's normal. Whatever, they're still fun, and now there's a little... There's a little... Or there's a little rascal. There's a little creature running around now, a little person, so... That makes it a lot more fun. Someone in my family gave birth to a, a critter, and uh, critters crawling around as critters do. Well, not crawling around. She's three. She's four. Wait, I don't know. She's like she's a little kid. You're four. You know, you're four years old. Basically, the dynamic that I imagine this as, like me as the person who's speaking, and you as the person who's listening to this. Like, the relationship I'm picturing is that, like, I'm a 10-year-old who's, like, a bully, and you're, like, a 4-year-old who, like, is too dumb to defend themselves. So I'm just, like, intimidating you. We're both dumbasses. This is, this is how I, this is, this is just how I see things. So, yeah. So, uh, now that I know the president is listening to this, it kind of makes me... A little bit self-conscious, I guess, and I um, I hope he doesn't take offense to anything that I say. I hope he doesn't doesn't mind that I f sometimes say that he looks like a creature that would be guarding like an ancient tomb in Skyrim or something like that. I'm voting for Jordan Peterson. <laughs> I'm not a Peterson fan at all by any means, but I've been through going on a YouTube rabbit hole of um like these Christian philosophers and like hearing what these arguments are and Jordan he's a very strange man because I haven't seen a video of him yet where he isn't crying and that was consistent with this video that I came across I don't know I don't know what his deal is but there must there must be something objectionable not just because people say there is I guess that is why I'm saying that. 
too hard to think for yourself. Can somebody else think for me, please? There's so many, there's too many things to think about. I have to think about Jordan Peterson sobbing on, you guessed it, a fucking Zoom call. So the sobbing doesn't even sound good. If I want to hear Jordan Peterson cry, I want it to be like real. I want it to be like binaural. So if you want more content, you can go on a... You can go on MySpace, and uh, according to Slurfron Lipstick's theory, if you go to MySpace.com, it automatically brings you to your own MySpace page, what, regardless of whether you created one or not. So you will, everyone experiences their own MySpace. This is according to Slurfron Lipstick's theory. So I, I urge you to consider the fact that, number one, his name is Slurfron Lipstick. Number two, the theory doesn't make any fucking sense at all. I'll go, I'll, you know, I can prove it right now. I'll go on, I'll type in myspace.com. It is my MySpace, but it just says myspace.com. Just kidding. It's a bunch of stupid fucking bullshit that nobody cares about. Fly Anakin carves his own life on Frank. That's what it says. Nobody knows what that means. Here's something about... Behind the scenes of Mothica's newest mental health-based track, Sensitive. What the fuck is Mothica? Come on. Well, anyway, the important thing is that Slurfon Lipstick fucking lied. It's all he knows how. It's all he knows how to do. I don't even believe in relativity. I'm a skeptic when it comes to relativity. I think everything is just the same. People are just having weird ideas about it. I think Albert Einstein was just getting... I think he just smoked a few, smoked a few too many joints and came up with his little... hatched his little scheme. This is actually how people talk, talk about like some... like some scientists who like don't have the right, you know, like belief system. It's like, yeah, he was right about all that incredible groundbreaking stuff that he did, but... The other stuff he said that I think is stupid, he was just, he was, he got dumb. <laughs> They're like, oh, that was his dumb period. Yeah, he was just stupid for a little bit, but then he got smart again. It's like, well, the stuff you think is stupid, maybe the fact that other brilliant people have also held those views should actually give you pause. And maybe consider that there's something that you're overlooking, or at least an argument you're overlooking, even if you don't fully accept it. Um, you should know why you don't accept it instead of instead of you're not accepting it just being a, some kind of ref reflex. It's hard not to uh, look. It's hard to think. I mean, that's just true. Like you don't. Nobody wants to think for them. It's it just takes too, a lot of time. It takes a lot of effort. And so you have to just be like, okay, somebody else needs to think this one through and just tell me what. Problem is, if since that's how we live, we have to like exercise a lot of discretion as to sources that we trust, if that's what we're going to build our worldview off of, our subjective worldview. I don't know how, any, how anyone can know if they're discerning enough to, to be getting as accurate a picture as possible of reality could you know you don't have anything to compare it to you you would have to compare it to the thing that you're trying to get so you don't really know what you're trying to get we're living a cliff notes life you know we're 
we gotta just boil things down to the to the bare essentials in most cases because we just don't have time for all that shit anymore so it's surface level or it's nothing and there's sort of an argument too against religion from the evolutionary standpoint but not in the way that you think but in the way of like saying a belief in uh, God is maybe evolutionarily advantageous um, in, a, in a psychological way or giving oneself purpose or something. But it's hard to explain why so, why so many atheists continue to live and reproduce today and have throughout history. It seems like it doesn't it doesn't. I mean, even if you put an atheist in the woods, are they going to be better at surviving and re producing offspring? I mean, that's the thing. I really don't know. So I don't know if that's I don't know if that's an adequate explanation. The thing is, evolution works to explain everything at the biological. Well, not everything, but the basic gist of the development um, of life. But nothing. It, it doesn't touch the origin of life. It touches the origin of species. It's in the title of the book. But the origins of life are extremely unclear. And all we have is a uh, all we have as a guess is certain chemical reactions happening near like geothermal vents that might have given rise to early like proto life forms. And I have no reason to I have no reason to assume that's wrong. But on the other hand, are you think of the complexity of D, something like DNA? It just, it's, it just seems extremely far-fetched to me that the infinite monkeys and the infinite typewriters finally made DNA and they made human life. I guess it's possible. That's why I don't think the anthropic principle is actually that strong of an argument in favor of theism. Because the anthropic principle is that the properties of the fundamental particles in particle physics are extremely specific and if they were varied, even by a fraction, human life wouldn't exist anywhere. And there, and nothing that we would recognize as life, actually, carbon-based life, would exist. But I think that's easily defeated by saying, like, well, yeah, if, if the properties of the particles were a little bit different in some other universe, maybe that would give rise to some other kind of life that we wouldn't recognize that would be having the exact same thought. So I don't know if that's a strong one. It also doesn't make sense because there isn't a lot of carbon-based life. There's one, only one planet out of basically an endless number that seems to have it. And not even the entire planet is really conducive to carbon-based life. So it actually seems very hard to come by in general. Even though I, I actually think the anthropic principle, the, the conclusion it's pushing you towards, I agree with overall there was some kind of intelligent mind or just an intelligence but I wouldn't go any further than that because I don't know how you would even think about what that would be really so it might as well not you know you just you think of it as the totality totality and origin of everything which you're of course unfolded into that's it bitch I lived bitch hey catch you later